Hey, today we are talking about surviving. When you feel like you're underwater, when you feel like you're buried and you can't get out and you just want to stop everything and you can't breathe and you don't know what to do. And we also talk about crotch sailing and selling your stuff because that's kind of how we started the week. Um, but there is a way out and it's always going to fall back and come to those things things that really are at the core of what you're doing. And then those people who have been with you along this route, and it's okay to call on those people when you need them. And it's okay to fall back on what you set up as your baseline, right? What is most important to you? What are the things that you want? Because the things that you want aren't always going to be there to keep you striving for more, right? No matter what you do, you're not always going to have a championship game to look forward to. Sometimes you get caught up in the day to day and it just gets exhausting and you can feel like you're drowning. And the way to keep your head above water is to one, know why you came here in the first place know that end goal, that kind of shooting for goal, and then keep people around you. And if you don't have people who will help you find a community, and that's really what the death of a dream community is for, you can call on us. You can join us. We're here to rise each other, rise each other, (laughs) to rise up with one another and to keep pushing each other. Cause I never had a community like that when I started out. And I totally wish that I would have of people who weren't like, buy my thing, drink this juice, do this tea. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Support me, support me, support me. I don't want that. No, I want you to just love each other. Cause you love each other's work. Cause you just love supporting one another. Not because you're trying to beat an algorithm or you're trying to show sisterhood and help each other. Like, I want you to truly invest in one another and love one another because you needed someone like that 10 steps ago. That's what this is. Um, we do talk about <laughs> everything. We talk about everything. Sheesh. We do talk about that email list and joining that because that's where you're going to get tactics to what we talk about during the week. Um, you can head over to nussinc.com and you will get a weekly email with just like how to minimize your closet, what it should look like, how many shirts should you have, how many pairs of pants should you keep, what's realistic, um, how to garage sale and actually make money, okay? How to just get rid of your stuff. What are you holding on to it for? How to mentally let go. Um, those are the kinds of things that you can get from that email list. So go ahead and head over to nussinc.com and join that email list. Um, but we are talking about you. 
and how to keep staying afloat. And if you want to join that community, you can join that email list. That's where you'll get more details of the stuff that we do here, of the tactical guides, but also of how to interact with our community. Um, you can head over to Facebook and find that community page there. Um, I post blog posts there and then I post daily inspirational stuff. Just find it if you want to. It's there for you. Um, that's what we're doing. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's look at all the goodness that the world has in store for us today. Have you ever wondered how to live the life that you want? Have you ever sat and really allowed yourself to dream about it and start writing down action steps to go after those things? If you haven't, welcome, because most of us haven't. And I honestly woke up at the age of 30 and realized that I had one dream left for my life and that that wasn't going to be enough and that I couldn't just keep kind of riding the tide of what my life was going to look like. I couldn't just keep signing up for what everyone else had envisioned for my life except for me. And so that year I put my foot down and I said, I want to be about things that I want to be about. I want to say in my life. And if that's something that you need, then this is it. We're coming at you every day, calling for you to live bigger, to cut and overcome your limiting beliefs and to align your life, to have a say, to be that person. If that's what you need, come here every day. We have you. Join our community, start rising up, and start taking your life back. You are worth it. You are beyond worth everything that you deserve. Everything that you can dream you want for your life, you are worth. And that's what we're about here. Let's dive in. Hello, loves. It's such great privilege to be here with you today. My name is Hannah Ness. Huh. Eternal enthusiast and creator of impossible possibilities. That's what I guess I'll call myself if we just get to name ourselves anything. Since I didn't get to pick my first name, um, I will go ahead and assign myself a new way of living. And that is what I just said. Okay. So my great thing, dun, 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 my great thing. Uh, uh, uh. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so my sister had texted me and she's like, I'm having a garage sale. And I'm like, seriously, I'll just sell it on Facebook. This is silly. Why would you, why, why would we garage sale? Why, why? And then I had a couple items that I hadn't sold on Facebook yet. So I'm like, okay, I'll get on board. Let's garage sale. Let's do this. So I'm like loading up the truck, 
just delicately throwing things in there. Going to take some things. Hey, sis, I got a couple things I could throw out for your garage sale. And pretty soon I'm starting to realize that this entire truck bed has about three layers of things in it. And I'm like, hey, sis, I might have gone overboard, may have a lot more than just a couple things. She's like, that's fine, just bring it over. And, you know, the great thing is that the stuff is going. And I have like a very strange way of garage sailing. And this is it. First off, people love garage sailing. But they don't love figuring out how to price it. Like, stop complicating it, okay? If you're going to do a garage sale, be prepared to give your stuff away. But here's the deal. It's just sitting in your closet anyways. And the longer that you let it sit there, the less money you're going to make off of it. So mark it a dollar, 50 cents. Like, we're talking nothing over $5. Okay, unless it's like brand freaking new. And in that instance, it probably doesn't belong at a garage sale. That probably isn't your market. That's probably a Facebook marketplace type sale. Okay, if you want to make quick money, if you want to just sell your stuff, because that's where I'm at. Like, this is just stuff that's sitting in my garage or sitting in a closet or sitting in the basement. Let's get rid of it. I don't care. Buy it buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. So this is what <laughs> I'm, I'm maybe going to walk you through my garage sale strategy in my Instagram stories today. Um, because literally I generally sell everything. Like I don't come home with a truck bed full of stuff. Trust. Okay. So I usually work in the way of totes and bins. And so if I'm selling it on Facebook marketplace and like I had a bunch of used books, but like barely used kids books, right? Those things are impossible. You're probably going, Oh, good luck. Yeah. Or like I have a garbage bag full of stuffed animals. So I'll put those up on marketplace, but I'm not individually listing books. I'll do the whole tote. And sometimes I'll do a whole tote plus some puzzles, plus some games, plus a couple of little toys, because it may not be the nicest stuff in the world, right? But someone needs a whole bunch of this stuff. So instead of listing like individual on Facebook marketplace, individual listings of like, I had this group of toys and there were like a couple of vacuums and like a baby walker and nothing crazy, probably everything about a dollar. And instead of listing all those things as a dollar, I put them as a group, right? And a daycare bought them instantly. They were like kind of used, not that nice of toys, but right they need that. They don't need brand new stuff. And it was five bucks all day long and they bought it. Boom, gone. And that was like a handful of things, right? That's a big deal because you don't want to hold on to this stuff forever. No, thank you, ma'am. And then the tote of just random books, puzzles, things, probably another daycare bought that tote, right? Because they just need a lot of things to entertain a lot of children. But had I went through 
the grueling task of listing every single book and hoping that I get 50 cents, right? And now the stuff that hasn't sold in those groupings that I had them, the stuff that hasn't sold there goes to the garage sale. And now this is the greater thing. So my garage sale, I'll have listed 50 cents each item, right? Or $10 for the entire tote. Now, I'm always trying to think about who's coming along in this garage sale to buy this. And my biggest goal is some kid, my own kid, whoever, not my own kids, we're not taking this stuff back home. Some kid comes by this stuffed animal tote and they go, oh, 50 cents per stuffed animal or $5 for all of these stuffed animals. What? Yeah, you got that right, Johnny. $5 for that whole tote of stuff. You could take every single one of those home. Do you have $5? They certainly do. You know they got $5 burned into their pocket. You know that, right? Or Grandma Shirley comes along. Grandma's like, oh, look at all these nice children's books. This would be just lovely for my grandchildren. Oh, and it's packaged right here in this tote. I could just slide it. Oh, this is lovely, right? Maybe I'll take some of these books to the cabin to entertain the children, and maybe I'll take the rest of them to my home, and the children will be entertained with all of these books. This is lovely, right? Yes, Shirley, buy that tote, girl. Get those books. Your grandkids are going to love those books. Do it, right? And I think it's about keeping in mind that your average garage sale shopper isn't toting around more than 50 bucks in their pocket. So if you have stuff, right? And so when I have bigger items at my garage sale, I will say nine times out of 10, that sale is a call to someone because they found it cheap and someone's going to bring a 20 or 30 or whatever you have it listed at. But I would say rarely does the average garage sale person carry over $50 with them and are prepared to make a huge purchase, right? They're looking for stuff that's a dollar, that's 50 cents, that's $2. But like you get anywhere up north of five, ooh, especially if you're the first garage sale stop, right? I don't want to spend this whole $50 here. Are you crazy? Okay, it's all about simplicity and really keeping in mind who and where you're selling. If you're on Marketplace, that's a place where you can do those higher dollar items. If you're if you're at a garage sale, you need to keep it as low as possible. But really at the end of the day, consider that that stuff that you're letting go right in that moment, right? That it's just sitting there. It's sitting at your house and every second that it sits there, it ages and stages and is taking up time and space in your mind. It's something that you're going to have to manage. If you don't have to manage it today because it's just sitting in a closet, you will have to manage it next week or during spring cleaning or the next time that you have a change in your life and you need to move things around. Come on. It's just sitting there. Get 50 cents out of it at least. Okay. And I'm not trying to go crazy and say, get rid of everything and nothing means anything. Keep the things that mean something to you. I love, I am a minimalist and I love 
decorating for Christmas. It is one of my favorite things. And I have probably, I was trying to count this morning, I would say that I have six totes completely consumed with Christmas things. I love it. I can't help it. But that's one of the things that I love. And it brings me so much joy that it is worth having six totes of Christmas stuff. I love it. That's what I want. I'm not saying get rid of the things that you love. I'm saying be able to love those things because you don't have so many things that distract you from the things you really love, right? And I I think it's just about clarity and having only the things that you need and only the things that truly serve you, right? I know. So my great thing is garage sale city. We're garage sailing. And I will tell you, I have done garage sales, like co-garage sales where someone comes over. They're like, yeah, I'll bring my stuff. I'll sell my stuff. And I sell everything pretty much every time. And I make good money. I would say on average, my garage sales, which usually I'm not listing a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, I, I try to be really mindful about where I put things and what I put where, what I'm selling, where, and who at the end of the day, who is shopping for this, right? Have you ever thought about that when you have your garage sale? Usually it's not like somebody who's coming along and they're like, oh, $50 for a nice pair of running shoes. Well, no, come on, right? That's like a marketplace all day long because you can get specific with that. You can look at people who are looking for running shoes and want to pay that money, but they're probably not garage sale shopping. Um, so I'm so pumped about garage sailing. I will put a, you know what? This is one of the things that you'll get in the email list are like my garage sale hack list. What I try to think about when I'm placing different things. Um, basically that email you're going to get every week and it's going to kind of have a tactics guide to what we talked about this week. So uh, this week it'll be, since we didn't really hit it last week, my guide to minimalism. So what I do in my closets, in my different spaces. Uh, I am working right now on my guide to kids minimalism and what I try to practice. And these aren't like tried and true. I'm an expert minimalist. These are, this is how I did it. This is why I did it. I've already explained that on the podcast because in my life, I just felt like I was constantly managing things. So this is my guide to minimalism. I'm not crazy. I'm saying I want you to have things that you love and be able to fully love them. And so that comes with the elimination of some of those things, right? Of the things that you just feel okay about. I know, like Marie Kondo, give it a hug, thank it, goodbye, sell it. You have $100 sitting in your closet right now. You're telling me that you're broken, that you can't do anything? Wrong. Let go of some of that stuff. You're not wearing it. I have to do a pare down of my closet now that I've transitioned out of working a nine to five. I have to do a pare down of my closet. I haven't been 
mentally ready to take that step yet. Um, but I feel a lot closer where it's like, we don't need all this professional clothing. We're going to let go of it, right? We're going to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to sell we're going to do it. It's going to get crazy. I know, but I don't need an entire closet of it anymore. I don't wear that every day. And so my closet really needs to transition to the stage of life that I'm in right now. I don't need to hold on to that. And if I ever go back, I'll just buy different stuff. That stuff's going to be out of date. If I do go back, plus I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm getting a real job. Treat yourself, girl. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. But in that email list, if you subscribe to that, you will get a weekly tactics guide where I break down some of the things that we talk about here. So I will try to include my garage sale hack list there. Um, and it'll probably be, you know, three to four things that you can open up and look at and see what adopting that might look like for you based on what I did. It's not going to be foolproof. It's not going to be a hundred percent. And this is exactly what you apply, but it will be a kind of how to guide of how I did it and how you can too, right? If you just need a little bit more help, I just never want anybody to be alone in moving through what this work looks like. So Sign up for that email list. You can do that at nessinc.com. It's like one scroll down. You can sign up for it. Um, and then you'll start getting that beautiful, beautiful guide work. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and dive in. I think today's episode is how to stay above water. Now, what you may not know, because this is a newer platform that we've added to the podcast and to the expansion of this work is that I do a daily vlog on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure my channel is the death of a dream. You can go over there and subscribe. But that daily vlog really is like my how things are going. And I, I kind of talk about that here. But I would say the vlog is even more personal and insightful into what I'm experiencing day to day. So yesterday I lost my entire shit. Okay. I, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't even help it. I, I've been openly talking this last week and a little bit of last week about like, where are we headed? What are we doing? And that's my job, right? To continue to think through where this podcast goes, how we elevate this work, how we continue to grow together, how we keep moving this forward, how we keep building. And for me, that has been a pain point this week. And yesterday was like my below water moment. Like I am drowning people and I can't, I can't keep listening to it. If you don't get it, you just don't get it. Then move on. Then don't say anything. Then don't be interested. I don't care. Right. And so on my vlog, I lose it. I probably swear more than I even say real words, which I have been in this place where I have removed myself from those anger points and I'm swearing less. And yesterday it was just like, you know what? No, people, you don't get to judge this from afar. 
you don't know the things that I know. And so I talk about that there. And I think today I really want to talk about how to save yourself from those like almost underwater moments where it's like yesterday I was just like, you know what? Throw in the towel. Maybe everybody's right. And the vlog kind of saved me because I, I, I'm always saved by things that I set up as a habit for myself. So I can't not do the vlog and I had not done it that morning. Right. And so I was like, well, you have to record the blog vlog. And at that point I was just like, you know what? Nobody watches, nobody listens, nobody cares. Why do I keep doing this? Why am I doing this? And I got on that vlog and it was just like, it doesn't matter. People are going to say and think what they want, right? And I have always committed to the fact that if I could help one person, then I've done it. Then I am here, right? And then the interesting thing is once you help that one person, it's just like, then there have to be more people. There have to be more people who need this, who, who vibe with this message, who want this type of thing. And I could be that person for someone. And it may take me knocking down a million doors to even get three people. But that doesn't mean I should stop knocking, right? That doesn't mean that this message, that's not really up to me. That's not really up to Sheila down the street. That's not really up to anyone who wants to sit here and judge what this is. It really is up to whoever listens. They get to decide. Do they like it? Do they not? Does this episode, is it just not what they wanted today? Okay, boom, throw it away. Listen tomorrow. See if it's better. See if it takes you somewhere, right? But I was almost drowning yesterday and luckily I was saved by my kind of regimen, right? I have to post a daily vlog. I have to post a daily podcast. I have to. And these things save me because those low points are coming no matter what you do. And I say that all the time, but they are coming. And so sometimes the regimen just keeps you going right? Because it's about consistency. It really is. I can't say that if you if you just started a workout journey, that every day you're going to wake up like, yeah, let's work out. If you're not waking up like that, just buy yourself some pre-workout. You get there. Okay. Right. But every morning you're not going to be like, let's do this. I'm so excited. Uh, you know what? I We do a daily podcast. Daily. Yeah. That's real people. Um, <laughs> and every day, honestly, I wake up excited to be here, but there are days where it's like, well, pff, pff, what are you talking about today? Jeez, can you just get over yourself for goodness sakes? No, can't because it's not about me. It really is about you. And your ability to find yourself somewhere in this story, somewhere in a part of the things that I speak on. And hopefully if that touches you in some way, you are able to shift your life to start showing up for the things that you want, right? That's why we keep coming back. And hopefully, bottom line, if nothing else, this is a consistent voice 
for you to keep going. Right? Because I can't, I don't know what your groups look like. I don't know who's pushing you forward. I don't know what those voices sound like in your head, but if they sounded like the ones in me, and you hear that yesterday on the vlog, if they sound like the ones that I constantly hear, it's hard. And it will seem damn near impossible to keep going. And that's why I'm here five days a week. Right? And if I could be here more, I mean, I want to. I want to do seven. I'm not going to lie. But then I'm just like, you go crazy. Right? But we are at about six. If we get an Empowerment Wednesday um, episode recorded, we're at six days. But I think more than anything, you, you're amazing. You're so amazing. And I don't want anyone to discount that for you. And I don't want anyone to sign off their lives for a life that is just fine. I want it to be according to you, right? And every single person is different. And so if you're modeling your life around someone else, I literally, oh my gosh, <laughs> these, these right here, these Burks. Here's the thing. There were two things in my life that I knew that I had made it if I was able to get these things. And I always remember this stay-at-home mom who was one of my mom's friends who always helped out with us, who kind of just took us under her wing because my mom was always running like crazy and my dad was always working and so was my mom and they were always gone. And she was always home, always. Her husband had a great job at a factory they never had to worry, or if they did, we never knew about it. They always had brand new stuff. They just like lived this life of wonder. And she was always there. She always had snacks. She was always ready for us. She was always there. And there are two things that she had. And I remember this so vividly. She had these beautifully worn in Birkenstocks. And even if Birkenstocks hadn't come back in style, I still would have wanted these. She had these amazing worn-in Birkenstocks. And they like shaped her foot and she wore them everywhere. She walked to the park in them. She, she, wore, she wore them everywhere. No joke. And she always had those. And then she also always had this bottomless beautiful satchel leather purse. And I remember buying a purse that looked like this purse. I remember, I remember the day that I bought it. And I remember just being like, oh my gosh, I did it. I made it. Same with these Burks. I did it. I made it. I'm that person. I'm that person. I made it. Right. And I remember as a kid being like, someday I want to be just like Nancy and, and, and have all this money and have these beautiful things that are like beautifully worn in, but they're just like this amazing leather. And, and, and she gets to stay home with her kids and she's just there for people. And she's so amazing. And she's just there for everyone. And I want to be that someday, right? She would always be sitting at her counter and she'd always just be having chats with people like what? 
she'd just go get coffee and she'd hang out and, and she'd have drinks at night. And she was the epitome of what I wanted to be someday. No joke. And so instead of figuring out how to be all the, the things that she was, because it was like, well, she probably came from money. Her husband had a really good job. Certainly they have things figured out that I didn't. Instead of doing that, I'm like, well, I can buy my way to that vision, right? Of course you can, Han. You can buy Burks. You can buy a leather satchel from the Coach Outlet store. You can do that. And I remember buying those things. And I remember being like, hey, look now, I made it. Everything's coming up. I don't know the words. Okay. But that was one of the moments where I looked around like, hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but I like I made it. Okay. And I'm just looking around like I have the purse. I have the shoes. This is right. But I didn't have the other side of that. I didn't have what she actually was. The things that I had that revolved around that were just things. This wasn't my actual life, right? And that's just it. It's hard to keep your head above water when you're constantly clinging to things that just represent who you wish you were. Right? And Yesterday, when I was just losing my mind, I had forgotten all of the reasons that I was here in the first place. And I think that's the most important thing, is really grounding yourself in why you want to do anything. Why? How does it speak to you? What's behind that? Right? Why am I here? Because I wasn't living life on my terms at all. I had kind of superficially established terms based on what I thought could make me the most money the fastest. And I was waiting for someone to pick my next path. And instead of waiting, I decided that it was up to me and it should always be up to me from here on out. And boom, here we are. And you've heard that unfold over time. And the other side of that was I was just superficially purchasing my way to let people know that I had that dream life, right? So everybody else knew, and it was a facade. It was a facade, right? And so when I want to save myself, I just have to go back to what it was that brought me here in the first place, right? And always have that to ground yourself. And then call on people who know you from the beginning, whether that's like a sister, whether that's a best friend from elementary school, or that's someone who started on this journey. I'll like call on listeners who have been here from the very beginning. I'll call on people who, who know the industry, who know what I'm talking about, right? You heard me talk about my friend Karina. She's always such a great filled of wisdom. And the beautiful thing is she doesn't ever sway me one way or the other. She just kind of gives me options of what's out there. And she allows me to navigate through those options and kind of pick the one that makes the most sense for me. And she talks all of that out with me, right? And 
That's, that's how you survive those low moments. The ones that you don't think that you're going to make it through. Trust me. Yesterday, I was just like, you know what? Quitting. Done. Stopping the podcast. Stopping the writing. This is insanity. Why am I doing this? Everybody's doubting me. Right? And you can hear that on the vlog. I swear a lot. But that blog, that blog helped me to rise above that moment. And then calling on friends and listeners and people who have helped me along the way. You want to survive? Just keep going. As always, you're smart. You're strong. You're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening today and every day. Seriously, this is my life work. This is what I've always dreamed to do. And you showing up and listening makes my dream come true and pushes me even harder to help other people realize that they're capable of living their dreams too. So thank you. If you want to and feel so compelled to, sharing always helps to spread the message. So go ahead and get social. You can find the death of a dream everywhere. TikTok, uh, YouTube, I actually do a live recording of this podcast. If you want to see my uh, mannerisms, you can go over and head and check that out. I also do a daily vlog there of kind of my mental state in making myself a motivator. So you can go over there and check that out. All those things can be found at the death of a dream. Kind of the... Um, Visual makeup of what I speak to can be found on Pinterest, again, at the death of a dream. I know, it's crazy. Uh, and on TikTok, actually. So go ahead and search me out on all your socials, and I hope to see you there. If this helped you in any way, share it on your socials. Tag me at the death of a dream. Um, I would love to see what this is meaning to you. And, and... Go ahead and like and review this podcast. That's how you keep podcasts alive and give back to your favorite podcaster. So thank you so much for being here. I love and value this community so much.